You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. Allison Jinx and Dana Petticord love doing hair and makeup, and so they made it their job. I love hearing the story of the hard work they put into their company to make their dreams come true. Allison, Dana, thank you so much for talking to me today. I'm really excited that we get to dive into the world of Pink Lulu. Yay! Woo! <laughs> so first, tell us about yourselves. Um, well, I, my name's Allison, Allison Jinx, and I am still considering myself a newlywed because my one-year anniversary is, like, in two weeks, so I'm holding on to that newlywed title. Um, I am a pug mama, no kiddos yet, and just, you know, do hair and makeup, so <laughs> if you didn't know. Um, and I also have a blog, so yay. My name's Dana Pettacord. Um, I am not a newlywed. <laughs> I am, like... Seven and a half years down uh, the marriage train, and I have a wonderful husband um, and a almost three-year-old daughter. She'll be three in January. Um, probably more of the people who even look at my Instagram are really mainly probably looking for videos of Grace eating cake pops or doing a variety of other tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two puppies, um, and... I get to do hair and makeup with one of my best friends, which is like a really awesome job. And that's what we're talking about today because um, I want to hear how and why Pink Lulu Design Studio was created. Yes, girl. Okay. So we have been doing this since 2013 professionally. So Dana and I have always been, you know, just like gifted with hair and makeup, you know, I had to learn it on my own because my sweet, precious mama was not going to teach me anything about it. And Dana, you know, I'll let her get into that, but she came from the pageant world. So we've both always, you know, been very interested in hair and makeup. It's been, you know, a passion of ours. And, um, you know, all of a sudden people just kind of started asking us to do their hair and makeup and it just kind of all came together and we were like, Hey girl, let's do this. So we started Pink Lulu Design Studio Um, and we worked for about a year, made a plan, decided we were going to quit our jobs. I don't think we paid ourselves for like a A year. (laughs) We, you know, really worked. The end goal was to quit our jobs, you know, and do this full time and be our own bosses. And somehow we, we did it. So here we are. Always say it's like the happiest accident, like that we decided (sighs) Allie texted me one day and was like, let's quit our jobs. And then from there, you know, that, that happy accident that we were just doing ended up being like a very intentional goal. And I think that really motivated us for that whole year to see how we could build this to make it a full-time job and, you know, kind of create the life that we wanted to live rather than just kind of floating through enjoying like the happy accident that was happening. We made it very like purposeful with what our goal was you all are responsible for some of the most gorgeous hair and makeup in the state of Kentucky. But I mean, other than that, you all also travel outside of Kentucky. Um, 
I mean, although your goal was to be able to quit your job one day, did you have any idea that this business would grow to the size it was or is? Um, I mean, you have that goal in mind, but did you all really think that it would it would get to this point? I think, you know, you always have a dream, you know, in your mind and in your heart for what you hope will happen. Um, I don't think we knew at the time what it would grow into be. I think we always hoped it would be that. But at this point, you know, you always continue to dream, I think. Um, So no, I don't think we ever realized how big it would be at this point. But because we have been so fortunate um, to have such great clients and, you know, to be able to build this brand in Kentucky and beyond, it has really just caused us to kind of dream bigger, dream further um, to continue growing. And so there's a lot of things like in the pipeline right now that we are um, focused on doing that I don't think, you know, five years ago, we necessarily thought would be the case. Um, It was a hope at that time. Um, but now it's like really going to be a reality, uh, here in the coming months. So, yeah, I would just, I agree with Ada. Like, I don't think we ever knew, you know, that I don't, I didn't think we would be traveling to Charleston and Florida and we went to Pittsburgh this year. Like just, I never thought that, you know, somebody would actually want us to come and do their hair and makeup states away, but it's really, really incredible. And like, I think that, it's really times like these when we get to like talk about what we've done we're like, Oh man, wow. We did kind of do something cool because you get so like caught up in the day to day of like just grinding and doing it. And you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. We've really built this cool thing. So it's, I I feel incredibly blessed and humbled every day that like I, at such a young age, well, I'm not that young anymore in the grand scheme of things to be, you know, we're both in our early thirties and we have, a very successful business and we get to choose how we spend our time. And like, that is such a blessing and a gift to like live our lives the way we want it because so many people don't get to do that. And it's, it's an incredible blessing. Truly is. No, you're right. I mean, and most people don't take that, that jump. And, you know, I think that's what a lot of this podcast is about is as far as like truly believing in yourselves and knowing that you can, you know, take that plunge into, um, the world of entrepreneurship. Um, so on that same note though, what advice would you give to other artists that are looking to start their own business? Um, absolutely. I love this question because when we came into this industry, we kind of like did things differently. I think that this can be like a, a kind of a catty industry. And I hate to say that, but we always wanted to be friends with everybody and all the other artists and like, you know, the whole community of a competition kind of thing. Um, and I think it's so important to like reach out to other artists. Like if you're starting out, like reach out to the person that you look up to and you know, ask to grab coffee with them and meet them and find out like how they're doing things. Like, I think that when we all work together, that is when like we all excel at this whole hair and makeup thing, you know? Um, cause we did that. We reached out to people that we admired and looked up to. And in turn, we've had other artists that have reached out to us and, you know, been like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'd love to learn from you all. So I think that continually learning is like huge. Um, for somebody who's wanting to get in this industry. Um, what else? I also think like 
to tag on to Allison's point about like community over competition, like there are hundreds of thousands of people who get married every year. <laughs> and so we can't do every wedding. They can't do every wedding and we can't do, you know, every weekend of weddings that we have. I mean, if we book two to three weddings on a Saturday, we oftentimes, you know, rely on the talents of other artists that we are friends with um, to bring in to work with us. And um, they may have their own independent businesses, but we love bringing in artists that we enjoy the work of um, to help with our parties or to refer to those people when we can't do a wedding for someone, you know, having that kind of community mentality, um, you know, it, it's what makes the train go really, um, being able to refer to people that, you know, are going to give a great quality of work, um, based on brides that are reaching out to us and our style, we know that we can provide a good referral to give the same quality of work. Some other advice that I have is outsource things you're not great at, like that we all try to do everything and be good at everything. And we can't like, you got to like, Pick what you're going to focus on and what you're good at and what your strengths are and do those things. And the things that you're not great at, ask for help. Like, we have an accountant. We don't want to do any of that. Like, stuff like that. We are have a marketing team this year working with us. So I think that is some good advice I would I would use. 100%. <laughs> Outsource if you're not. If you don't feel solid at it, find somebody who is really great at it. Which Allison is always really good at like marketing and branding and creating, you know, cool content and stuff. But also there's like a time element, you know, at some point is your time better spent actually doing the work, you know, that you love doing, or is your time better spent, you know, working in an Excel file? Probably not. So, you know, when you're actually doing the part of your work that you enjoy and you get to a point in your business where you, you know, you have the ability and the financial uh, sustainability to hire people to do some of the things that are taking you away from doing what's at the heart of your business. It really, it's an investment, but it helps you grow so much more that it's well worth it. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I mean, we have a limited amount of energy and time in our day. So, um, you know, where are you going to get the biggest bang for your buck um, with your own energy? Well, and on the same, you know, kind of thought process there, um, you know, having a child and, you know, having a, you know, husbands and, you know, friends and family that you want to spend time with. Um, I feel like for me this year, I've really tried to focus on if it's not spiritually or financially fulfilling to me, then it's probably not an activity that I want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I feel like Allie and I have had to kind of work at that and I, think when you start investing back into your business by having other professionals help you um, with taxes or marketing or whatever the thing is, um, it frees up your time to have like the fulfilling things in your life to like spending time with your child, like not just sitting in the same room with your child, but actually like being able to engage and play with them because you're not having to take time away to like build a new website. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Never doing that again. <laughs> So on that same front, though, what has been the challenging parts of this journey? What, you know, what do you all look back on, whether it be building your own website, um, and you think, man, that was a hurdle that we overcame? 
Absolutely. So I also really like this question because I just love like thinking about like where we've been and where we come and everything. Um, and I think that the challenges, they change and grow every year, like as we do. Um, and like for me, the two, two that I thought of like right now specifically for us, for me and probably Dana as well, but like for some reason it is really it's convincing people that like we have a real job is a challenge sometimes. <laughs> and like somebody, really, and I think if you don't, like if you're not a business owner, if you're not an entrepreneur, like you just, your mind doesn't think you think differently and that's fine. But you know, I had somebody say to me like, Oh yeah, she's, she's got this little makeup thing. And I'm like, Whoa, hold on. Like I do not, mm. it is not just a little makeup thing to me. It is my, it is our baby. It is this thing we have worked on for years. And like, I think that in that person did anything by it, of course, but like, I, I think just convincing people that, yeah, like this is our, this is our real job. Yeah, we do this. Um, is a challenge sometimes. And on that same note, like being able to turn off for me is a challenge. Like we are business owners, so we can work 24 hours a day if we want to. So setting those limits and having boundaries is always challenging. Yeah, we, I would agree with that yeah. too. And I, I think part of it is like you get a text message from someone at 11 o'clock at night. And in my mind, and maybe Allison's too, it's like you know that you shouldn't answer and you should wait until regular business hours and reply in the morning. But in when you're sitting there mulling over, oh, I need to check that really fast, or I can just send them the schedule really quickly, um, because you know you're going to have to do it the next day anyway, it's almost like you just need to go ahead and do it because it's one more task that you won't have to deal with tomorrow. But on the flip side of that, you really should be like going to bed because it's <laughs> 1130 and like not worrying about those things. So you really have to kind of like be intentional with how you're going to spend your time. Like, I feel like we both really rely on our planners a lot. And literally, you almost have to carve out time in your day to be like, at this time, I am not working <laughs> or yeah. I am going to yoga or I'm going to, you know, take my child to lunch or, you know, spend time with my husband and go have dinner or whatever. Yeah, I love that because um, it, you can so easily work, work, work because you know that every ounce of energy that you're putting into it is um, it's for you and you're not working, you know, with that energy for somebody else's business. You're working for you. But, um, you know, that is where, you know, taking time for yourself can keep you going and keep you doing uh, what you're doing day after day. For sure. So on the flip side of that, what has been the most enjoyable part of this journey? Man, um, there's so many enjoyable things about it. I mean, I think there is a real sense of joy that comes with what we get to do and how we get to live our lives. Like we're with people on, you know, up until this point in their life, probably the most significant day for a number of reasons. It's like the one time that they have everyone that they love together in one room, they're celebrating, you know, this incredible union with somebody that they've decided to be with and love forever. And we're getting to hang out with them, you know, during that five or six hours of the day where, you know, they're getting ready and they're with their mom and their best friends and they're having mimosas and telling stories on each other. And we're getting to experience that part of the party with them. Um, almost in a way, like 
guests and and kind of like a fly mm-hmm. on the wall in their day. And honestly, I feel like that's why we get to work with so many great clients because we are part of their party, um, you know, with their bridesmaids. And then we end up working with those bridesmaids when, when they get married. Um, and in turn, you know, yes, we do work a lot of, of weekend hours um, and a lot of hours during the week with clients, you know, preparing for those days. But we also get to spend a lot of time during the week um, experiencing our own joy, you know, whether that's with our husbands or getting to go to lunch with a friend or I get to be with my child and put her down for a nap every day. And not a lot of moms um, get to do that. The majority of our friends um, and people our age in general, you know, they're sending their kids you know, to daycare or school or whatever. And, um, we're getting to experience a lot more life than if we were doing like the eight to five grind that we all have done, you know, for, um, some enjoyable things. Like I love when we do get to travel, we take the husbands and like, it is so fun. fun. (laughs) We have way too much fun and we just, Oh, business expense. Oh, yeah. Louis Vuitton business expense. So like, <laughs> it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, it is enjoyable. It. I mean, we have a lot of fun together. And you know, to Allison's point, like getting to travel now with our husbands and then getting to like sometimes I can't believe that people invite us to go places to go do their hair and makeup for a fun wedding somewhere out of town, and we literally get to take our husbands and they're getting to experience you know, some of the successes of our business in a different way that we hadn't expected necessarily before. I love that. So invite us to your destinations. Exactly. (laughs) Thinking outside of your clients, big picture for those that are listening, what's the number one hair and makeup advice that you can give that we can all walk away from and do tomorrow morning when we're getting ready? There's so many pieces of advice, but I would say my number one tip is to have like a realistic expectation or like some self-reflection on when you're selecting styles for yourself, whether it's everyday makeup, whether it's for a big event, um, whether it's hair, find images of people who have similar, you know, skin coloring or hair coloring or length of hair or similar features to you. When you're perusing Pinterest and things like that, if you have very fine um, brown hair, maybe a naturally curly textured blonde updo is not the perfect choice. You know, maybe find images of people that have similar attributes to you because that's going to help you get the best result, you know, whether it's every day or whether it's on a big day. I think what Dana said about Oh my gosh, that is so huge. Like finding styles that are like you. That's like so good for like our wedding clients for sure. Um, Advice, like additional advice on just like hair and makeup wise, have fun with it. Like I think that a lot of, I think it can be intimidating for a lot of people. And that's what I've learned, like talking to clients and stuff. And, you know, we sometimes do like one-on-one makeup classes and stuff like that. I think that a lot of people are just intimidated because there's so many products and there's so many YouTube videos and there's so many people that are so good at it. You're like, oh gosh, I will never be that good. I just shouldn't try it all. And that is so false. Like have fun with it. Try things. You do not need every product out there. I will tell you that right now. I have like my 10 <laughs> favorites and that, those work great. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be. Um, so just, just try it and have fun and don't make it like 
don't put so much pressure on yourself. I feel like that is what I hear all the time. It's like, oh, I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, girl, make it up. <laughs> make, <laughs> make it up as you go. <laughs> Allison and I used to always say, uh, we'll say yes now and then we'll figure it out later. And it's kind of, I mean, really, truly, you just kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't work out, wash your face. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Start again. Wash your hair tomorrow and try again. Or wash your hair in seven days from now like Allie and I do. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your favorite ways to be selfish? My husband literally said to me last night, he was like, I think you needed to go take a bath. Like, and that sounds, <laughs> I realize how that sounds, but what he meant was like, I just was stressed and I'd had a long day and I was just like agitated. And he was like, you just need some you time. And he was so right. And like, I love to like have a bubble bath with like a bath bomb and a glass of wine and like turn the lights down and just be by myself. So like that for me yes. is like heaven and just like turn it off or like read a book. So those kinds of things is me time really is how I like to be selfish is just, I need to just be Allison and by myself. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So to be selfish, like I almost feel like it's kind of a foreign concept to even, because like once you have a child, it's like, you You don't get to be, you don't really get to be selfish. Um, but we are all selfish people and in, in different capacities, like, there are things that you do that are selfish because it you sometimes you need it. Like what Allison was saying, like sometimes you just need personal time. And sometimes I need that, like in the same way, whether it's, you know, I'm sorry, Grace, I love you so much, but to you have to lay in your bed. I know you may not fall asleep and take a nap today, but mommy needs like two hours of like quiet time. Um, And this week she's been like rebelling against snaps. And so that's why that's like fresh on my mind. Um, Being a small business owner and being a wife and a mom, like that is sometimes a lot of things. Um, And, you know, you volunteer for stuff. Sometimes you overextend yourself and things that you say yes to too much of. And I think probably overall, um, a good way that I should improve in that capacity and is probably to be more selfish and say no to things that I truly don't have time for or don't want to do um, so that I can have better quality time on the things that I need to be doing and that I enjoy doing. Really can be boiled down to just as simply saying no when you need to, but then also taking time for yourself. And it's really that easy. Yeah. Like getting your nails done, like, that's probably my like favorite selfish activity where I'm like by myself. Yes. But now she really likes to do it too. So I feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, hashtag mom guilt. Why? Gosh, I was just thinking, I've had a really, really selfish week. I got my hair done. I got a facial. I got a mani-pedi. I had a bubble bath. Wow. <laughs> you win. You win. Facial this week too. I went to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Add that to the list. <laughs> is there anything you wish you could be doing more oh yeah like vacations <laughs> um gosh drinking champagne business wise yeah I like vacations and champagne a lot too business wise um what I wish we could be doing more of are things that we like don't we always we always have a lot of things we want to do and we like physically don't have time to do them during wedding season for example like education and like teaching some classes and stuff like that like we always talk about wanting to do more of that and it's just finding the time um 
to do those types of things. Yeah. Because we like, during busy wedding season, wedding season, it is like all hands on deck. You just get from one Saturday to the next Saturday. Yeah. And so it's a little well, tough sometimes. A hundred percent. And I agree with Allison, like on the education, like when I first had grace, I started doing like some YouTube videos of like easy how to's just kind of funny, silly things. And I wish that I had more time to do that. And also that we had more time to do that. Cause I think people would really enjoy, like if we did, you know, YouTube tutorials and stuff like that. And maybe that'll be something we are able to do. Like in the future when we do have, you know, we're adding more, you know, team members and things like that to, um, our group and obviously giving more responsibilities to people who already work on our team. Um, but like some of that stuff ends up being so time consuming, like you make this great video and then you still have to edit it. I mean, you know, obviously you edit podcasts, (laughs) buddy. Yep. Soup's time, time consuming, but it, all of those little things, like they're fun to do and we enjoy doing that stuff. It's just making the time to do it well. Yeah, I mean, you can you can record all all day long, but it's that editing that gets you at the end. And I'm not super great at editing things. Allison is like our tech guru. Um, so it takes me like 10 times longer to edit something. <laughs> it probably would a tech uh, savvy person. Oh, it still takes time. <laughs> so speaking of adding team members... What is next for Allison and Dana? Ooh, all kinds of things. (laughs) So we recently just went through a whole, like, rebrand. We hired Seed and Harvest. I don't know if you know who they are, but they are wonderful and little marketing team that we um, have been blessed to work with. They've been helping us really, like, get down to, like, what we want our brand to be and where we're going and all that kind of jazz. So we just recently rebranded, and our business name now is actually Blush and Glow. Um, And the reason that we did that is because I have a blog, Pink Lulu, and at the time we we branded our business off of that just because it made sense, but it's been really confusing for people. (laughs) And we needed some, like, separation of, like, okay, what – what are we doing? What are we, what's going on here? So our business is blush and glow. And the reason we did that is so we can like grow as we need to, um, add team members. Yeah. Who knows what's down the pipeline. We've got some, some big dreams that we're working on, but we're really excited about, um, just our rebrand and all the new website and everything. So, yeah, it's going to be a super fun time. Um, you know, and when Allison and I first, quit our full-time jobs, we created a a pretty large business plan. Um, And we worked with um, an amazing banker and, you know, really did all these like huge dreams. And at the time we were like a little nervous to do it as big, you know, leaving our full-time jobs and being, you know, self-employed for the first time. It, we were a little bit scared, you know, to go full force into what that idea was at the time. So we have done this awesome, you know, growth of business over the last five years since we've, you know, really kind of been full time. And now we are kind of getting back to that initial little like acorn of that big idea that we're getting ready to to plant and dig some roots in and really grow into um that big full scale operation that we initially had in our minds. Yeah. And I know we're like so cryptic about it because we're like, Oh, we just don't. But basically like (laughs) we would love to maybe have like a bigger, bigger space and be able to do lots of different things like classes and 
education and host bridal parties there. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. It's so excited for you all because, um, like truly you all set your mind out to do something and you have achieved it and looks like there's lots more heading our way. So thank you so much for talking to me today. And, you know, we're all going to be keeping our eyes out for what's next for Blush and Glow. Yes, Thank girl. You. Oh my Thanks gosh, that's so like much. the first time somebody's like <gasps> somebody else said that. it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on selfishthepodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>